What's up, everybody? This is Justin Flinter coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinter Podcast by My Mentor Medicine. Today's topic is on technology and humans. What we're going to talk today is a little bit about what some people fear as the replacement of humans with technology. And how this came to mind for me was actually had a not so very nice interaction with a few people at the bank today of all places. Uh, we'll leave that bank unnamed. <coughs> PNC. <coughs> um, so I walked into the bank. All I wanted to do was deposit a check that I had. So I walk in. There's no one in the lobby. And for some reason, this bank, this branch of PNC, I don't know if they all do it, but this particular branch, for some time now, there's no tellers behind the glass. Uh, it's just the glass is there, but there's no people behind it. Everyone is in their own particular office. So you walk in, there's nobody there, and suddenly you can I can see one customer sitting in a chair in one of the offices, and then some guy peeks out and comes out of the office, points to another office and says, you can go in here. Doesn't hi, uh, obviously he's an employee of the bank, but doesn't say hi, no greeting, no salutation, nothing. Uh, no, how are you doing today? How can I help you, sir? Just points to the room and says, you can go in here, she'll help you. So I walk into that room and through the process and she's giving me all kinds of flack about not filling out my deposit form, not knowing my entire account number, uh, various things, uh, not to mention the fact that she was having this little personal phone call. So the entire experience, just to cut this short a little bit, was not pleasant at all from my perspective. All I wanted to do was deposit a check into one of my accounts. That's all that I wanted to do. But there was no greeting. It didn't feel like it was a welcoming welcoming atmosphere. The girl who was helping me was reluctant to do so, was more interested in doing her personal phone call that she had started before I had walked in. Uh, it, it just wasn't pleasant. In the end, I did get the deposit to check, of course. No problem. There, uh, the money is in the account. I double-checked. So... Uh, but I got to thinking when I left, I was I was thinking about the fact, you know what? Why should I have to go to an institution, in this case a bank, and deal with another person's whatever it is they got going on in their life? Whether it's they had a bad morning, whether they're having a bad week, whether they just hate their life, maybe they're just pissed at someone, maybe those two individuals at the bank had an interaction, maybe there was another customer who was irate about something. I have no idea, and that story is not for me to constantly ponder about. However, I started to think that, you know what? People are so worried about the replacement of themselves with technology there's all these research studies out there and all these high-level institutions and even finance organizations that are doing a lot of research to see what the impact would be economically. To be very honest with you, in this case today, I would be more than happy to see technology replace these individuals. Why? Because ne technology is not going to bring to the table their bad day. Technology is not going to give me some emotional outburst or talk back to me in some particular way. Technology is not going to, uh, when I leave, 
point their finger at me behind my back and say, well, that customer just didn't have all the information that they needed. They're not going to judge me. They're not going to blame me. In fact, if that technology doesn't fit to my standards, I can bring that to the attention of the organization and say, hey, why don't you do this and this and this? And then that company goes forward, makes an upgrade, technology gets better. I never have to worry about that person complaining or uh, God forbid you get uh, uh, someone who goes postal and decides to bring a gun like some people have done at this YouTube shooting and whatnot. I mean, all of that stuff would have virtually be eliminated. And I wouldn't have to leave feeling like, oh man, these people are a bunch of a-holes. So technology itself, I would be happy to see it replace some individuals in a lot of cases. Because to be very honest, who wants to deal with an unmotivated or emotionally unstable, or even an untrainable or an unskilled person on a regular basis. Nobody wants to do that. Technology is something that doesn't talk back. It doesn't fail. It only learns. So even if it doesn't work as well as it should, we can always change that. Why? Because we are on the other end. So in this case, what is it that's actually missing? From what I can tell, it seems that number one, there's basic communication skills. And number two, goes back to one of my previous podcasts, actually the last one, episode 20, on controlling your emotions. If people aren't aware of how their emotions present themselves in situations where they shouldn't be surfacing, then these people need a little bit more training and a little bit more understanding and self-control over their own emotions. So if you, if you have come across one of these people, maybe you can share with them my podcast. Maybe I should have done that today. It didn't even come to the forefront of my mind at the time, but next time I see the person, maybe that's what they need. Maybe I could invite them to, hey, seems like you're having a bad day. Maybe you could take a look at my podcast. Maybe it'll help you out a little bit. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't see technology ever replacing every single human being on the planet. And then we're all working behind the scenes just programming these things so that no matter what store you go to, it's just a machine like this new Amazon store where there are no people. It's just you walk in, you find what you want, you pay with whatever device you have, and then you walk out. Now, don't get me wrong. There will always be individuals who are interested in starting their own businesses, continuing businesses, small businesses, that is. And these businesses will always be competing with that are run almost entirely or entirely by technology. So there will always be a healthy competition between the two. So technology will not ever take over every aspect of the world. However, it will start to infiltrate a lot of the areas of business. So how can we help improve this current battle, so to speak, between technology and humans? Well, number one, we can embrace it. Humans can start, we can start to embrace the idea of using technology in our businesses and find ways for, for people to use that technology in a way that speeds up service because the number one asset for people is time. And that's essentially why technology is trying to move forward and create better opportunities and uh, more applications that can help the consumer. So voice is actually one of the number one things at the moment. So you can talk to Alexa in your house. You can talk to uh, Bixby on Samsung. 
just as I said that, she popped up on my phone, which is kind of eerie. Uh, and then you have all the other applications. Even Google has their own. So the voice is the number one thing right now in terms of the development of technology. Of course, there's other things out there. You got VR. You got uh, all this live action going on with all the applications and stuff. So everyone is getting closer and closer to their consumers. So they're trying to save the consumers time and to get them to move forward with whatever transaction they're looking for. So. From a business perspective, technology is a great thing if we can embrace it in the right ways. Now, if we got humans working behind this technology that are, like I said earlier, they're not motivated, they aren't as skilled as they should be or educated in the way that they should be, and they can't adapt well to these quick transitions of technology and help program it and change it and in a way that satisfies the customer, then why should, to be very honest with you, why should we have to deal with those kind of individuals? It doesn't mean we need to push them aside. It just means that we need to find a better place for those people. So is technology a threat? Only if you see it as one. I do not. I've begun to embrace technology in the way that I run my business, the way that I do this podcast. You can tell as, as you're listening right now. Uh, I've done tons of research myself. That's how I got it out to all these different platforms. That's how uh, I try to produce one or two or sometimes three a week. Um, time is the biggest asset of individuals. And once you begin to understand technology and you learn how to use it quickly and efficiently, then there's you can do amazing things with it. However, it does not take away the fact that we're still human and we still require basic communication skills. We still require uh, knowing the difference between right and wrong when it comes to sharing our emotions with the world. I mean, I shouldn't have to walk into the bank and observe clearly this person is not enjoying their job or they're not having that best that good of a day. Uh, and then in turn, whatever they're suffering from is given to me in some way, shape, or form through how they speak, through their actions, by sliding the deposit slip over towards me without saying a word, uh, by spouting off numbers and expecting me to understand what it is that you're actually saying. Uh, it's ridiculous. So, number one, we all need to learn to control our emotions. We all need to also, number two, use our basic communication skills. So here's an interesting question for you. Are you actually more comfortable with technology? Or are you more comfortable with an individual? Everyone's different. Everyone has their own preference. You go to the grocery store. Do you go through the self-checkout line? Or do you go to the line where there's an actual person there that can scan all of your groceries? I like to go through the self-checkout line. Why? Because I know I can scan them quickly, package them up, uh, pay for everything and then leave the store as quickly as possible doesn't mean that I'm against those people that, that uh, walk through the line with the other individual I do that from time to time as well usually only when there is no self checkout line uh, but it's just my preference everyone has their own preference and there's nothing wrong with it one way or the other however when you go in and you know that uh, this person doesn't look like they're having a good day and there's another option for you to use that self-checkout line, chances are you're probably going to jump over to that line, even if there's one person waiting. The bottom line, though, 
as I mentioned already, it comes down to communication and emotional understanding. Uh, essentially, these are basic human skills. We should be taught these things at a very early age, and we should be guided throughout life with the proper instructions on how to use them when and where, and when we should refrain from doing things like spreading your negative emotions all over everybody else. Uh, no one wants to be emotionally shat upon. Uh, we should never have to experience that. However, I mean, w when you're with friends and whatnot, yeah, you can vent, you can share your experiences, you can talk about different things and try to get them out. But don't do them with strangers, and especially don't do them in your workplace. So even further, I mean, you see people that are attached to their devices. Some, of them, some people are attached to technology in a way that's obviously very unhealthy. They spend more time looking down than they do looking forward out where everyone else and the rest of the world is. They look down at their phone. So are you more comfortable with your phone or are you more comfortable looking at people? One or the others. Which one do you like to look at? This obviously points to a much deeper issue in terms of communication with other human beings. I mean, we're so in tune with what's in our device. And so imagine you left your device at home one day and then you end up going to work or going to school or wherever it is that you end up each day. And you realize, that, oh crap, I forgot my phone at home. You would probably feel like, oh man, I left my entire life at my house. I have to go back. I have to have my phone. It has all of my information on it. It has everything that I need. Maybe it's a good thing. Honestly, I think that corporations and schools and different stores and companies should embrace the idea of some kind of technological detox. Given how much we use technology on a regular basis, we have, yeah, sure, annual leave, we got sick leave, uh, various other kinds of leave depending on where you work. And there doesn't really exist a, a kind of leave that will or an enforcement of some kind of leave by an organization that says, you know what, you've worked really hard and we know that technology can have some negative impact on individuals' lives, so leave your phone here, leave your computer here. No one is going to try to reach out to you or contact you. We want you to take at least this number of days off, spend it with your family, doing a whole lot of nothing. Try not to use technology at home either. And then come back refreshed and then we'll get you back where you were before, when you, before you left. This kind, maybe we need this kind of detox leave of some kind. Uh, whatever it is that can help us disconnect with technology and reconnect with human beings. I myself enjoy doing that from time to time. I go on vacation. I try not to look at my email. In fact, when I was gone a couple weeks ago, I didn't look at my email until I got back. I had a ton to go through, but I knew that would happen. So it's inevitable. The emails will still be there. The missed phone calls will hopefully have voicemails at the end. Uh, whatever happens, happens. The world is not going to stop or blow up or anything like that just because you missed a few days uh, in terms of your connection with your technology. So let it go for a little bit. So if you are in an organization that is a little bit threatened by technology, don't take it personally when I say that I do hope that some organizations are going to be replaced by that. I just hope that the efficiency and the realization that uh, time is the most important thing for the consumer and also the elimination of unnecessary 
uh, outbursts or interactions that are of uh, a negative feel, all of these things could eventually be eradicated by the transfer into technology from humans. So my grandfather is probably rolling over in his grave right now because he was hardcore on going directly to the line at the grocery store where the man or woman was actually at the register checking out all of your groceries and going through and doing the entire purchase. So times change. From time to time, I like to do that as well. But usually, as I mentioned before, I'm the type of guy that just goes through the the self-checkout line. Why? Because I know I can go faster and uh, chances are there's less people there and I can package my groceries and get out of the store as quickly as I can. Why? Because I got somewhere else to be. I got somewhere else to record a uh, record a podcast just like this right now for you guys. So technology, humans, it's not a battle. It's an interaction. It's a, uh, it's a joining between the two of them in a way that works the best for all of us. So technology can be trained. Humans can be trained. Technology doesn't complain. Humans complain. So if we can just learn as human beings some basic hu- human communication skills, uh, how to deal with our emotions, how to be in the presence of other individuals who are, in fact, the core of that business, because the customers are what keep businesses alive. So you got to keep us happy in order to keep your organization happy. So to close, we should all take a, a good look at technology and see how it fits in our lives, whether it be good, whether it be bad. Uh, and we should also make the effort to take time away from technology so that we can have time for ourselves and for the people in our lives. So this podcast is about to be over. So start to think a little bit about how technology impacts you uh, and what the future looks like with technology, whether you run a business, whether you're in school, because there's a lot of great things out there. I'm trying to implement some myself by doing this podcast, by doing the interviews that I do, by uh, creating some videos, maybe even delving a little bit into VR and 360 videos. Uh, There's all kinds of amazing things out there, and there's always more to come. Because why? We got great human minds behind all this stuff. Without us humans, we wouldn't have anything, to, any kind of technology like we do today. So we need them both. We need a harmony between the two. We don't want to get rid of one and then replace everything with the other and vice versa. So let's try to be a little bit more in harmony with these things and see the value from both sides of the table so that we can harness it and put it into action in a way that serves us all. That's it for today's podcast. This is Justin Flinter coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinter Podcast by Mymature Medicine. See you next time.